This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cribs Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, Robin's Review. It's not Robin's Review, I've literally just done that podcast uh, and that was with Joe Joyce about the West Ham game last night. So uh, our other podcast is all all about post-match reaction to Bristol City matches but uh, we're going to go from one Bristol sport captain of old to a current Bristol sport captain shortly but before I do that Rich is with me as always on the regular show Rich how the devil are you Bonjourno Patrick very cold isn't it it is I've even, got, is. I've even got a little blanket in my legs oh you are so old I, aren't you? I am getting old I'm getting even though I didn't look it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I haven't got a blanket I've got I have got a Bristol City um, bobble hat so, on there you are wearing a hat yeah so yeah but no blanket um what I do like though Rich on these cold nights is how clear the sky is tonight. I don't know if you're uh, into your stargazing at all, but I walked out the door a minute ago and thought, blimey, what a clear evening to spot some satellites and such like. Unfortunately, where I live at the minute, well, I say at the minute, I've been here bloody 20 years. Um, <laughs> there's obviously, I, I back oh, onto the ring road. I, I back onto the ring road, so there's obviously light pollution, so I don't, I don't get a good view of the sky, but that's, that's why it's cold, isn't it? there's no clouds, but yeah, so... Yeah. Pros and cons of no clouds. But... I'd much rather it be cold than wet. Oh, exactly. It's supposed to, it's supposed to pour down this weekend, so oh, brilliant. Enjoy, enjoy this frosty, dry day while you can. Oh no, I certainly will. Um, Rich, the regular show we um we we're going to aim to do I think one a month minimum on the regular shows. And what I like about the regular show is is we can just turn our hands to anything. We can get any guest on. We could just rock up and talk about anything, anywhere, any guest, any type of um of event and things like that. So it's fantastic that, that we are back on the regular show. The last one, Rich, was our Christmas special, episode 201, with Gert Wings, Ice Cream Tacos, and Chef Anton. So that went down well. 87 minutes of of, of fun, serious messages and uh, good content, I thought. Always, always nice to catch up with the boys, with the street food boys. As, as you say, is that annual thing now? Was that our fifth year? Is it? Something like that, yeah. So yeah, so, so yeah, obviously good blokes. I, I literally was trying to think back what was the last podcast, but it, yeah, it was the Christmas one, wasn't it? It was episode two hundred and one, uh, episode two hundred uh, that we that we recorded at Stake of the Art was with Joe Sims, who's still going strong on BBC Radio Bristol proper Bristol breakfast and uh, Bristol Flyers captain Raf Thomas Edwards and Raf is with us tonight. Raf, come in sir. How the devil are you? Back by public demand. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on second time. It must be a great time, great year. Absolutely. Yeah. To, to, to come on in uh, two, two appearances in the space of three podcasts, that is quite something. But I, I saw, I think it was in early December. We'll, we'll come on to it in a second, but uh you started uh, on your Instagram, which is um, uh, definitely worth following, I should say. Uh, started this better in 50 and talking about New Year's resolutions and all of that stuff, as we do, as we all do come come January. You kind of basically just went of the approach of, 
why wait for January the 1st? Let's start now. Is that kind of the message you were you were looking to portray there? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I think, you know, New Year's resolutions just kind of shows that we're all, you know, looking for a place to improve, things that we can do better. And I was thinking, okay, I've got a couple of days before it. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact math or exact amount of days, but I thought, you know, if I start now, I'll kind of have a a jump on my, my new year and, you know, through that and I've built a couple of routines and, you know, habits that I've kind of taken into 2024, which have been, you know, it's been great. It's been challenging at times. It's been tough with basketball schedule and everything. But I think I've learned so much I can kind of take on not through the rest of the year, but essentially through the rest of my life. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, when we did episode 200 back in um, December, November, whenever that was, uh, Rich hadn't been to watch you play uh, at the Bristol Flyers. And uh, last week, Rich, I took you along to the SGS College and uh, you thoroughly enjoyed yourself, didn't you? Mate, a thoroughly good night out. Obviously, I wish I knew how good it was. I would have come years ago. But yeah, it was nice. Well, obviously, courtside under one of the one of the baskets, weren't we, Patch? So uh, yeah. great atmosphere. Obviously, jazzed up by the man on the microphone. It's just a whole like a whole family event. Really enjoyed it. Great game, obviously. Sometimes you can watch football and nothing might happen for tennis, but basketball is constant. Bang, bang, bang. There's relentless, isn't it? So yeah. absolutely enjoyed it, Raph. And I'll be back again, mate. Don't worry about that. Love it, love it. Better late you than never. It was too yeah, it was exactly I was too late. I felt a bit too late, but now now I've done it. <laughs> and um we were we were enjoying <clears throat> um in particular the uh, uh the 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 manager of the, I can't remember the team's name now, the Bears, the Brom Bears, was back it? In, back in Bears. Back in Bears, yeah. The, the the manager and the coaches on the sidelines and Coach Kapoulis was, uh, I think he got a verbal warning or something as well. It's quite a lot of passion on the touchline. But um, MVP that night was none other than yourself, Raf. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, You know, first thing is I saw you guys and I'm trying to make eye contact to like, give me a little <laughs> wave, nothing nothing so i'm glad that you guys actually did enjoy the game uh, uh listen you were you were firmly in the zone for the whole the whole time um at one point <laughs> i think we could have touched you on your back but we thought better of it um but yeah a fantastic performance unfortunately uh it ended in defeat but it was so close throughout and i think for me rich that's what i really enjoy about the basketball it, it, it is as you say to, to and fro but it's always really close as well also i think i think after the first quarter i think Bristol Bears were quite. I think you're about seven basket. Uh, seven Bristol points. Bears. Bristol Bears, sorry. Bristol uh, Flyers were about seven up. I think, and it just it makes I I quit that swing can change because mm-hmm. unless you, unless you kind of score on that attack, they're gonna they're gonna counter attack you straight away and, and get their chance to kind of crawl back the points. And I mean, you, you got a free three pointer. I think you're right. You must have scored like five three pointers. Was it? Yeah, four. Four, four was it? I say you, you, yeah, were, yeah. you were you were flying at one point, but. Uh, yeah, like you say, Patch, it can swing the game, swings back and forth, back and forth. It was absolutely, you can't take your eyes off it, basically, can you? No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and a highlight for you, Rich, was uh, the, the clear head lager as well, the clear head beer that you were drinking, um, which is a, a Bristol beer factory effort, but also in conjunction with Talk Club. And we, we start every podcast we do with a, a, a question of how are you out of 10? So I think it's, I think we should probably start with that, Rich. How are you out of 10, sir? Today I'm a I'm good I'm a steady eight I'm a good eight after last night's performance yeah out there eight but a good day good day at work kind of name productive mm. I've had a quiet household so that's always uh, helps so yeah <laughs> now, now I'm me now I'm speaking to Raf again twice in three podcasts so yeah 
as an eight. Yeah. I'll join you on an eight as well. I've, uh, again, same similar reasons. Last night was a fantastic night for Bristol City, um, getting through to the fourth round of the FA Cup with a beat with a victory over Premier League opposition in West Ham. And again, yeah, good day. I've got my ten thousand steps in, which we'll come on to a bit later. Um, so yeah, I'm got a solid eight out of ten. Raf, how about yourself? Um, you say, yeah, I think I could join you guys on the eight. Um, you know, like you said, we lost that that game and then one after that. So I'm trying to process that as a captain. But other than that, personally, I'm doing well, and I feel like you know much improvement to be made. Excellent, lovely back stuff. That, back, back to the clear head beer, though, Patch. We had at the oh the yeah, game. your frozen one, wasn't it? Yeah, they need to <laughs> they need to adjust the ref, uh, the fridges because when I got it, it was literally slush. At, well, it was rock hard, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was coming on to. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, you got a frozen one, and and um, I couldn't work out what you were doing when I opened it. Yeah, mine was frozen as well, but it made the drink last longer. It was like well, melting yeah, throughout say, the game. You, you have to be very patient <laughs> to finish the can. To be fair, so yeah, but no, it was a good temperature. But um, Raf, uh, so we, we said about this 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 um, initiative, if you like, that you that you came up with, and you, you've called it um, better in fifty. And uh, tell us a little bit about this, and and is it something that just sort of just came to you in a dream, or uh, something you've been thinking about and and wanting to execute? Um, so I do a bunch of uh, online personal training as well, and I feel like the most important thing for me is to make sure I'm trying to do it myself. I feel like the best way to kind of work on people's improvement and be able to you know guide them is by you know being one of my own uh, subjects. Model. Yeah, exactly. So I felt like, you know, I'll try it. Um, certain um, habits that I wanted to build, I felt like the only way to do it is just to start and just to kind of keep going and see if I can get, pick up motivation throughout it. And I felt like posting as well. So it's a kind of two-way thing. Like I enjoy editing videos in my own pastime. Uh, I feel like it kind of helps me with, you know, separating from basketball so I'm not you know so focused on it. And then also it just kind of gives me a bit of accountability. So like if I don't do it, you know, one of my teammates... If I don't post, oh no, um, if I don't post in the morning, like right in the morning, I'm like, okay, where was you posting? Like, did you post? Like, did, you, did you get up? Did you, so, People holding to was... account is a really good thing with any sort of uh, targets, achievements and things like that in a work-related arena and also in personal goals. Um, a, friend, a friend of mine, he's committed to, to doing 5,000 steps a day just to get him started. And every day I'm messaging him, have you done it yet? Have you done it yet? I'm I'm holding into account, so that's really important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, and a lot of different things. Like you have like an accountability partner, so a lot of people use them. Um, so I guess unintentionally, I've made him my accountability partner for you know certain habits, and then I wanted to post every day just so people can see that I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, one one of the things with social media is we kind of live in a a place where it's hard to navigate it like you put something out like you know is that the truth of you and then you know you get people's reactions but you don't actually know people's reactions because you're not there when you're when watching it and then what happens is you know you kind of think oh, okay like how many people have seen it how many how many likes again da, da, da. and after about you know seven eight days people would be sending me these videos or they'd Talked and when I'd seen them face to face, oh, I've seen your videos, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh man, like uh, more people have said that they've seen it than yeah. I would have believed to have seen it because of you know the engagement on it, and then eventually you're just like, okay, I'm not even posting it for engagement, 
which I shouldn't have been in the first place. I'm more posting it just for my own enjoyment. I just, you know, trying stuff out. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just hearing random comments keeps me motivated to kind of keep going. And it's, it's almost done. It's flew by. It's brilliant, mate. And one of the posts that I, I I liked in particular is just a statement. And you do these statements now and again. And it's time to become the next version of myself. And I think that's a really good statement. Rich, have you become the next version of yourself? Well, it's hard when you're perfect, Patch. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've I've had a, I've had not a, I've had a quite a lazy year, twenty twenty three. So I mean, when COVID first hit, that that got me back in shape. Time to obviously go out and do stuff because you, know, you you're told to go out and get fit, kind of thing. Yeah, last year wasn't the greatest, but yeah, this year I'm already trying to sort my diet out. Again, they're going to get the bike out, get the paddleboard out in the summer, kind of thing. Yeah, so this year will be hopefully a better version of me because. I'm not getting younger, so I've got well, to as a, look after myself. I say, as a as a 52 year old turning 53 in April, doesn't look it, but there we are. Uh, in the past, we we've obviously spoke a lot on the podcast, and and you are quite good with your diet, aren't you? You've you've got your routine on a morning with your porridge and all your fruit and all of that sort of stuff. So you 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 do you do do it properly when it when it comes to the working hours. So breakfast till obviously when I finish work, I do. Yeah, I very much kind of get routine and i kind of stick to it so porridge is it sounds boring but it's porridge blueberries uh chia seeds uh raspberries oat milk every morning same thing i look at the clock 10 o'clock i'll go and get a coffee decaf oat milk lunchtime i'll try the same thing bit of quinoa um avocado tuna chicken breast so yeah i'm pretty boring in the workout well i say boring pretty boring just Pr- pretty, up. yeah pretty, ste- pretty steady in the workouts it's just on obviously on the evening and weekends when you're out socializing or obviously your family as well yeah, so that's, that's when you that's when you take your foot off the fridays off and saturdays are my achilles heel i'm yeah. I'm quite good during the week with my ten thousand steps eating sensibly i wouldn't say necessarily healthily but eating sensibly fridays and saturdays come and it's it seems like it's almost my 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 the rules in my head just go out of the window and uh and it goes from there but um for an athlete such as yourself raf obviously you have to be a bit more disciplined around all of that sort of stuff so you come up with these sort of six six rules if you like and we'll go through them one at a time so the first one wake up at 5 30 a.m daily getting into a routine is the first step a simple but kind of tough win to kick off the day no snoozing just getting up without delay and that you put that on um back in december have you stuck to that you know there's been a couple of days where i've kind of you know, been right stayed in until five thirty-two. <laughs> it was like a sleep. A sleeping now it is like you know six six thirty-seven, wow. which you know you usually would have been I don't know a ten or something. And there's a lot of people that get up anyway, so it's not you know the craziest thing in the world. But then there's the thought process of five thirty. It's, it's just it's just natural. It's, just, it's normal as opposed to before. It's like oh man, five thirty. Maybe you have to get up for a flight or something. And now I'm like, you know, dragging myself up. Like, and this is dark. This is this is five thirty in the in the winter, and it's pitch yeah, black. It's difficult, isn't it? Mm, I mean, it's five four. It's pitch black now. What time is it now? So <laughs> yeah, I'm just exactly, kind of used yeah. to the dark now. Yeah, but I yeah, guess yeah, but like, in the summer, <clears throat> when it's brighter, it, and although it's never going to be easy to get up at five thirty a.m. for me, if, at least if the sun's up. It makes it a little bit easier. But you're doing this now when it's it's pitch black in the morning. Hmm. I think, yeah, just start your day. If you can, if you can start your day with something, so you know, it's not tough. 
as you think once you kind of get into the routine of it. Yeah, I'm I feel sure. like it's a perfect way to kind of start. Like you think, okay, it's five thirty. I've already done something that not a lot of people would do. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of telling myself that I'm, you know, someone that can do harder things, and it kind of helps me throughout the day. I kind of do. I kind of see. I do see that. Um, and Saturday mornings are a morning that I've I've started getting up over the last couple of years really with with my youngest, my my son who's turning six in January. Um, and we'll go down because he's up at that time anyway. You know, he's they're they're always up early. The kids, but I'll go downstairs and watch a film with him from like six six thirty until eight eight thirty, and that's just a little bit of bonus time before we're ever gonna start to get ready for the day kind of thing um rich you used to be a postman back in the day you must have had some early kickoffs well yeah it used to be a seven o'clock start but then i'll be in by 12 so i'll go back to bed so that's, a, that's a, obviously but what i find with the getting up early thing i think like ralph said when you get up early for a flight you, you're kind of awake aren't you because you're excited because you're going somewhere like if you go like when i get to west ham i have to get up early to get the train but i'm excited because i'm looking forward to it but when you're waking up to go to work it's not it's not that same kind of a desire, is it? It's not the same desire to get up that time. But those those uh, times those times I do get up early, I'm so glad I did because it's like, like you say it's nine o'clock, and you feel as though like half the day's gone, but you still got the rest of the day left. You've like you say you feel better for it, but still the next day I, it's still hard work making myself do it again and again and again. Yeah, I think the the first thing is like you know you get up. You're excited to go on um, this flight or whatever. It's still you still have to get up. So it's still yeah, yeah. the same thing as when but you get it's up. It's a work. different incentive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so the thought is like maybe you can find something in the day that kind of make gives you that same feeling. So yeah. that you can get up at five day when you have work, and then you know if it's seven, then you, you got to do what you got to do. But if it is a bit later, you do have those couple of hours where maybe you are getting up with a kid, and then you get to do something that you wouldn't usually have done. Okay, maybe you miss out an hour of sleep, but maybe you can catch back up at the end yeah, of the yeah. day and then what? you know um i've had a lot of conversation with uh my, my girlfriend like she's not like it's, we're long distance right now she plays professional basketball as well and usually in the summer when we are together there's no way she's getting up like earlier like because she gets <laughs> the rest now and she's like, oh well you know you should be sleeping da, da, da. but then you know maybe i wake up two hours before her for a couple months that's a lot of hours that i've just kind of gained yeah. And then I feel like that is valuable hours that I can kind of use on things. So then, you know, I'm just getting more out of my day with those two hours, like, collectively. The trouble is I, I've fallen into the trap of literally getting up with the exact time I need to get ready to go to work. <laughs> so yeah, so I need to I need to set my alarm for an hour early. But at the minute, I'm kind of, if I'm leaving to go to work at quarter past seven, I'm literally getting up at half past six. I know it takes me 45 minutes to get dressed get, and get ready. So, yeah, I need to get up early. And do things steady, not just not just have every minute panicking because I'm going out the door. Yeah. What conversely, what time do you go to bed, go to sleep, Raf? Um, I try I try to go sleep uh, you know, around 10, 11, but okay. with the videos as well, with everything, sometimes it doesn't end up like that. But I still try and stay on track. I feel like okay, maybe this uh this day I didn't get the most amount of sleep that I would have preferred. But it's better for me mentally to be in the habit of it as opposed to like, oh, okay, I've gone to sleep late. Now we let's, let me wake up later. And then, you know, throughout the 50 days or whatever amount of days, like now I'm like, okay, now I'm getting later and later and later. And now it's like nine o'clock. Then I try to go back to 5.30 and it's like, oh, man, like I'm so tired. But the reality is like there's some days we went on a trip 
can't remember where we went, but the hours were just, I think we got back at like three. And I was thinking, oh man, like my teammates there, like, oh, how are you going to do that? How are you going to get him? I was thinking, look, I mean, let me just sacrifice this one day, get up at 5 30, you so know, you're, kind you're, of go so throughout the day. So you're trying to give yourself seven to eight hours sleep per night, yeah? That's what you're looking to. Achieve. I think at, at this stage of, you know, my life, I, I don't, I've never really been like a, eight hour sleeper I feel like it's like an average of everybody so like if yeah. it works for me it works for me so you know I prefer to get you know seven maximum but usually just under that is, is like fine I'm able to function I play professional basketball on it so I feel like yeah. I am able to perform so I've had you know days where I need to sleep and it's like nine I don't like I'll try and stay up for anything I'm going to sleep like if I'm tired I have to go to sleep and then I kind of sleep through to the five day. Perfect. Love that. Right. Next one. Only taking cold showers. Cold showers enhance mental resilience by challenging me to endure discomfort, building a mindset that extends into other areas of life. Cold showers. Um, that's something I think I've only ever tried if I really had to, if the heating was broke or something like that. But it's become quite a big thing. These plunge ice baths and, and all of that sort of stuff. And, I can't remember the chap's name, but it was a uh, it was on TV recently, wasn't it? Um, but oh, with the big beard, wasn't it? Yeah, what was it? yeah. What was like the name? It's like a Viking name, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, I'll look it up whilst yeah. Raf's telling me why the hell he wants <laughs> to have cold showers. Um. So yeah, I feel like it's another thing. He's kind of challenged myself. Okay, I'm going to take a cold shower, and I'm going to kind of sit in it and like. <clears throat> the type of person that would take a cold shower is the type of person that's going to do hard things. Even now, I'll be thinking, okay, I got a shower. And I'll think, oh, man, it's not going to feel great. I'm not going to lie. But I kind of go in it. And I've done it enough times where I've already told myself that I can do it. So it's not about if I can do it or not. It's, it's just mental, like, isn't you know, it? It's mental. Yeah, 100%. But how, but how many how many minutes is that cold shower? Like, so at the beginning, I'm kind two of seconds. like, <laughs> I'm trying my best to like, you know, clean everything. Now it's just, it's just a shower. So it's, it's, I just as long as I'm clean. Like, there's no like... I don't have to get out because it's so cold. I mean, so it's pretty cold. You're not doing like three minutes cold shower, then turn the heat up and have a proper shower. It is all, all the way cold all the way through, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, because uh, a lot of people, my girlfriend, you know, she challenges me on everything. You know, uh, you know how uh, how do you get, how do you clean? Because I said, like, okay, look, you know, I'll take a cold, there's not a lot of people I take a cold shower in front of, but like, I'll show you that like, <laughs> Once a minute, <laughs> you can. If you were to look in, you won't be able to tell that it's like a cold shower. It's yeah. just a shower. It's just right. a habit that I've built over time that I know that it's fine. I'm in it. There was this like um, I get tense at the beginning, and I've just kind of um, made a conscious thought to okay, like relax, like it's okay. I know, Alicia, you know, I'm fine in it. Alicia got squeezy down the shower because there's no steam, is there? So Alicia ain't got a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when, um, yeah, I think it's when you get into a, a swimming pool on holiday or something. It's not heated. It, it's once you once you get in and get your shoulders under. Like when you get in the sea, for example, mm. once you get in and get your your shoulders under, you kind of your body acclimatizes to it, doesn't it, Rich? Well, I tell you, what, I tell you, I did last October. We went to went down to Bude, and I made sure every day I got in that sea. Oh, I love swimming. With, I with, love swimming with, in the sea. But with not a wetsuit. So this is October. Yeah, yeah I don't ever wear cold. So I made sure every day I did it. Yeah, I, 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 I felt great because once you're in, you, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Is that like you say, is that initial 
thighs, yeah, never regions, shoulders, and then you head it. So it's stages in it. But once you're in, it, you don't yeah. feel cold at all. Wim Hof mm, like... is, is the guy's name, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think that's the uh, that's the the essence of it. Once you're in it, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You know, for cold showers, five a.m. Whatever. Like once you actually built the, you know, enough days up, like it's okay. It's just what you do. Like it's just kind of changing from what you have done into what you do now, which is like you know the stress period. Well, I'm gonna try that one. I'm gonna try the old cold shower thing. Okay. All right. right. Uh, number three, we kind of touched on strict dietary habits. My body is a machine, so I've got to fuel it right. That means no alcohol. Um, as I sit here sipping on a can of Thatcher's gold, uh, <laughs> no added sugar and eating like an athlete. As as you say, you are the captain of Bristol Flyers. You are an athlete. And so uh, definitely I understand why you want to stick to those dietary habits. But in terms of a typical breakfast, dinner, what what are we talking um, I've, I've, with the diet thing, I think, you know, as I've done, you know, kind of research here, research here, I'm not going to say I'm a dietitian, I'm not going to give it a dietary No, no, advice, but you're certainly but more think... of a dietitian than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most important thing is like, you know, getting, you know, carbs in, getting the right calories and like protein and stuff. So I make sure that, you know, when I'm eating before, uh, training or something, I'll have, you know any any carbs that we usually go to to eat together as a team. So I just make sure that if if it is like uh, baked beans or something, which I love, but like let's let's be honest, but like you know, there's probably a lot more sugar in there than I would you know take advantage from. So I try and take that out of my diet. But again, it's just all a mental thing. Part of it as well. Um, I tried to train fasted. So like you do intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. so you don't eat breakfast. Again, not not dietary information. So you don't eat breakfast before you train. And so when you're training, you're a bit more you know tired. Your body's kind of looking for something, and then you eat like uh, I believe it's like twelve o'clock. Then when I get game days, I'll eat before. So now I'm like I have more energy than my body's used to, and this kind of allows me to kind of run around a bit better. Because you, you, I mean, you. This is non-stop. I know you, you guys, you know, have got a squad, and you come off now and again. And I still don't quite understand how that works. Because you know, I think you should be on the pitch all the time, Raf. Obviously, but um, you must burn a hell of a lot of calories during a during a typical match. Do you know roughly how many you burn? Uh, no, I couldn't tell you. Can't really wear uh, an Apple Watch, can you? Whilst the... you're playing, <laughs> no, I might, might, you know, I might get ruined the amount of physical content. But yeah. no, I know that my some days probably like four thousand in a day. Right. So you know, imagine on a game day somewhere around there, maybe a bit more. So you got to you kind of like I said, you got to fuel, you got to fuel the energy. You have to kind of give yourself energy to kind of do some of that stuff. Yeah, I'm just trying to quickly Google how many calories does a basketball player burn on average in a game. But uh, yeah, I mean, on my sort of level, I I go for um. I'll, I'll quickly tell you what my New Year's resolution was, um, and I, I have stuck to it. And every Monday and Tuesday, I do the drop-off on a morning for the kids. And I go, even in these freezing cold temperatures, I go in my running gear, so sh shorts and a shirt and and, uh, and trainers, and I'll run sort of the long way around. So I'll, I'll, I'll just do 3K on a Monday and Tuesday morning. And even at that level, I am then so hungry on an evening or even like, you know, towards the end of the day, I'll eat loads more than I would have eaten on a day today when I haven't been for a run. So for you doing a, a full basketball match, you must just get so hungry on the on the evening. What do you eat then? What How do you sort of replenish? 
Uh, we we get meals, so like I'm lucky enough to be able to just you know take whatever they give me. But you know, after exercise, after the game. yeah, yeah, after exercise right. and stuff, your body's just looking for something. So like, this is probably the, the time where you can can be a bit more flexible with what you're with what you're eating. Um, I think with with um, like being hungry. So when I was doing the intermittent fasting at the beginning, my body knows it's breakfast time. It's, oh, we're hungry. Like it doesn't even matter if I've eaten the night before. It's just a thought process of, okay, this is when we eat. And then once you kind of do it for a while, it's like, okay, you know, this isn't when you eat. So then you're, I think it's satiety. Like there's there's different thought processes, like things that happen in your in your head to make you feel like you're hungry. So if you can kind of control that a bit more, kind of have more awareness of that, then sometimes it's a bit easier to kind of stick to some of the dietary uh, habits. Rich, I just I think- Googled a basketball and this can't be right. It says the average basketball player burns 1,000 calories in a match. I mean, that's just a vanilla milkshake, isn't it? <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, yeah. I think um, it's a lot. And I feel like person to person is so different that like, yeah, you know, it's hard to kind of gauge, but yeah, I know, I know it's a lot. Like it's running around hard to kind of go back and forth. Maybe that's why you know we can't play. We can play the whole game, but maybe that's why we yeah. kind of come in and out. Yeah, got it. Go on, I think um, I think uh, my downfall in diet is is knowing the food groups. I didn't really kind of at school we didn't really get taught things like that. I suppose, but um, yeah, it's knowing what to eat and what goes what's good for you. What because you, you you read these things, it just changes like the wind sometimes. A good fat is a bad fat, and yeah, sugar. Yeah. But some obviously added sugars, uh, processed sugars. Obviously, you know, we know what that's bad for you. And you, you're like protein too much protein. Like, but you got we got Chef Anton, one of the people we meet up with. If he's listening, he was going to do a prepping kind of business, wasn't he? Where he kind of preps meals for you. Yeah. Which I think someone like you, Raf, and like say city players, rugby players, where you can all eat as a team, and you and you know you're getting the right stuff. It must be so not easy for you, but. You know you're getting the right stuff in you. Whereas I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I could be missing valuable food groups. I'm not eating because I didn't really know that I should be eating it. I think again, like the most important thing is kind of sticking to you know getting your protein, getting your calories, and then I think those are the, the two key ones for me. And I think like what you're eating, kind of go back and forth on. Like there's some some things that are like you know process where you don't really have all the nutrients of it, which, you know, it's probably not the greatest, but you could probably find anywhere, okay, this diet is better than this diet and this diet is better than this diet. But like, it's just an individual thing. I feel like most of the good diets or anything is more about the fact that you're sticking to it. Like the marketing behind it is more important. So, you know, again, no no dietitian or anything, yeah. but like people are like, okay, I, I do this thing. Oh, everybody's starting to do this thing. Yeah. Okay, well, this has helped me drop weight and the reason why is because you're actually doing it. You're being more aware about what you're eating. Maybe you kind of pick up a chocolate bar or something. I can't, I can't eat that because it's not part of my diet. But no, the reality is it wasn't good for you anyway. So, like, you've chosen not to eat it. And then um, I had another thought, but, you know, it's lost. But I think the main thing is just being aware of what you're eating. So, like, tracking meals, I feel like it's huge because then you can kind of choose, okay, I had this chocolate bar. I'm not just kind of mindlessly eating it. And then then, then in the night, I have a choice to have another one. It's like, okay, well, I had one this morning. Don't really need it. And then you yeah, can make yeah, a more yeah. informed decision. If you eat it or don't eat it, like, it's not the end of the world. You're not yeah. going to, you know, you don't have to go completely 
you know, without. But I think just being more aware would just kind of make you make uh, better decisions. Yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all moderation, isn't it? What you, what you mm. eat, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, what number four is something that I definitely, definitely align with, and that's a two k mindset walk every day. Making physical activity a must for your mental and physical well being is just a no brainer. I I do ten thousand steps a day. I have done, I think, since probably the start of the pandemic because I was everyone was out. It's all you could do, really, wouldn't it? Is go yeah. for a walk. Um, and with the Apple Watch, um, and if I don't hit 10, 10K, I'll just do laps of the kitchen or go for a quick walk at night and things like that just to make sure I get up to that. Because if I don't, I can definitely tell in my head that I am not as mentally fit as I as I could be. Um, Rich, you're a bit of a walker as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, same as you, obviously, in COVID times. And, and that, that first summer was obviously really sunny when, it, when COVID first started. So, yeah, you just go for a half-hour walk every day. Same as you. As long as I shut my rings every day, I can. Mm. I feel as if I've done something. And, yeah, when your rings only quarter around, quarter around, you haven't done nothing. You feel yeah. a bit guilty that night. But, yeah, every lunchtime I try and go for a walk along as in hammering down. I walk through Mum's house just to – I get the bike out of the Brompton out. So, yeah, I try and get, try and get in as I can, yeah. I have to do it even when it's hammering down. Um, I, I just come home drenched and just have a shower. But uh, like during the day, obviously, we're, we're, we, me and Rich are both office workers. I, I'm able to have teams on my phone so I can take quite a few of my calls out walking. Um, and I find that idea generation, problem solving, all of that sort of stuff just comes so much easier to me when I'm out walking uh, rather than sat in an office you know, brainstorming and things like that should be done walking. It shouldn't be sat in an office with a clip with a, a flip chart. And I guess, I guess when you're walking patch on the phone, you kind of don't realize how far you've gone, do you? No, you completely you're no idea. Yeah. No idea. You, you just, your legs are moving. You're not thinking about, Oh, I've done, you know, quite a lot of steps here. I can get to the end of some meetings and think, blame me. I've done my 10,000 steps already in, in a space of, you know, an hour or whatever. But, um, Raf, for you, the 2K mindset walk, what's uh, what's in it for you in terms of your ideas? Um, so it initially started years ago when I was in university playing basketball. One of my coaches at the right at the beginning of you know my uh, university career, he was saying, okay, do you guys want to be successful, whatever, and he kind of related it to playing professional basketball. And he said, if you run a mile, is what he said, every single day for the four years that you're going to be here, and you were, you know, fifty percent guaranteed that you were going to be successful. Like, would you do it? And everyone's like, "Yeah, of course." Like, da, 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 da. and they say, "Okay, well, you know, some days you have to travel. Some days, you know, you might be injured. Some days this happens. This happens. This happens." And his his thought process was like, "Okay, you know, once it starts to get tough, are you still going to be that person that's going to do everything you need to do?" So I think this is one of the simplest ways to kind of build the habit of you're the person that's going to get up and do something intentionally to kind of better yourself fitness-wise. So a lot of people don't like running. A lot of people, you know, struggle with working out and descent of uh, fourth. But I felt like a uh, 2K walk is is far enough out where, you know, it has to be done intentionally. But it's not so far that, you know, it's going to take you a couple of hours. So usually 30 minutes if you're, you know, kind of, you know, taking your, your sweet time. And I think being able to kind of get up, get out, you know, seeing the, well, you should see the sun, but getting out in the fresh air, <laughs> like I feel like it's a good way to kind of be intentional about your fitness. And it, it gives you a chance to kind of build the habit that you want to, you know, uh, improve yourself and improve your fitness. So that's the main main thing for me. Yeah. 
I think that's the key word, habit. I think habit is the key word, isn't it? Because you can you can obviously get out of the habit of doing something, which then turns into a habit of not doing it. So what do they say? Two weeks to get into a habit? I think there's a lot of, I've heard a lot of things. I've heard like 66 days. I think it's just, first of all, it's, if you want to do it, it's going to be easy. Yeah. Like if I want to have a piece of chocolate every day, it's going to take me a couple of days. If that, it's going to be done straight away. But if it's something you don't want to do, like cold showers or anything, this is going to take a lot of purposeful, okay, I'm intentionally doing this. And maybe it takes me, you know, two months before it becomes a habit of just, you know, unconscious thing. Yeah, I've read, I've read things like even a habit to start a habit, just put your trainers by the front door. Don't even, don't even put them mm. on there. And they used to get into the habit of doing it and they build it, they build up, build up, build up until you get into a proper routine. Yeah, I think it's, um, there's a book I've, I've read, Atomic Habits. It's amazing, amazing. That's my, uh, we'll talk about it later. So, oh, um, recommendations. Yeah, so, <laughs> so you have a, if you have a cue, right? You just have something that you would just do naturally. If you don't need motivation, this is just something that you you already have a habit for. And then that starts you on the process of doing the thing that you're going to do already. So if it is the shoes, and I'm sure there's tons of examples, like you put your shoes on and that already means, okay, you're in the process of, of yeah. doing it. And then you kind of go on your walk mm. and then, you know, there's a couple of things that happen after like in your head, but it just kind of builds this habit loop. So if you can figure out what the cue is to kind of get you to do this thing, you can kind of be more intentional about how you place things, how you do things, just to kind of make sure you're doing things how you want to do it. Brilliant. Well, that's definitely one I'm on board with. Absolutely. Uh, number five, learn every day. Being intentional about learning every day will help me continually improve. So so um, what day are we on out of the 50 now, Raf? I believe it's 45. 45. So we're coming. Maybe. Yeah, we're coming to we're coming near to the end. <laughs> Give us your top three or four things that you've learned in the last 43 days. Um, I think it's the the habits thing talking about cues and stuff, I feel like the main piece is that habits come from your identity, who you believe yourself to be. And it's like a physical affirmation. So instead of saying, I am good, you just, or I am a basketball player, whatever, you do something that that person would do. And you do enough of those things that you start to believe that that's who you are. And they can kind of, you know, lead into other areas. I think that's number one. That's the main thing. Um, Number two, like I've kind of learned a lot. I've done a lot of editing before. So it's just kind of re, you know, going over some of these things. I had a video about two days ago where I was kind of like uh, mass two things over each other and I kind of looked at the camera and stuff. So um, <clears throat> just the editing piece I'm going to put all together. Um, just the confidence. I think it's important. So some of the um, intentional learning, maybe it's a podcast or a reading. One of the things was, okay, again with the identity but this is kind of specifically on confidence there's some things like recording a video speaking is just something that once you do it's like okay it's not that bad like mm. you just kind of mm. you know you can do it now if someone says something someone says something like that's just the nature of the world and yeah. just kind of understanding that confidence is more of like a practice than something that just kind of happens straight away um and i think on on top of that one of the things I kind of read was you don't gain confidence, you kind of lose insecurities. So then once you kind of put your videos out and, you know, put your voice out, um, some of the insecurities you might have had before, oh, my voice doesn't sound that good, or like, I'm going to like this on the camera, you realise it doesn't matter. Okay, I put a sound, however I sound, I have a deep voice, or this sound the third, you realise it doesn't matter, and the kind of confidence to just keep going and just keep, 
you know, improving at it. And I think, again, we kind of talked about it before on the diet thing. There's a lot of different diets and a lot of different like exercise and things. It's more about being consistent with it than anything. So, you know, if it is the walks or you don't like walking, maybe you do something else or maybe it is a, a carb-heavy diet or it's no carbs or whatever. I think the most important thing is just being consistent about what you're doing. And once you're consistent, you can kind of figure out if it works for you. And then you can be consistent with something else and just being aware about what you're doing. So my four things to summarize, so I didn't, you know, ramble for too long, nice. is, you know, <clears throat> building your identity as a habit. I've learned a lot of video editing. The confidence piece is, you know, takes a bit of practice and then just being consistent and aware of what you're doing just kind of helps you improve. Brilliant. Fantastic. Rich, have you uh, learned anything new in January? Um... <laughs> <laughs> not a lot to be honest no i i, I listen you're, to my you're, you're developing developing your golf game aren't you yeah yeah that's, that's highs and lows yeah that's like that's peaks and troughs <laughs> one minute one minute i think i've sussed it then i then i get better at that then the other side of my game goes out the window again which i thought i, I was good at so yeah let's try to get that balance obviously golfing it try to be consistent i, I listened to Ralph Ben by editing i yeah i kind of written off my life as in too old, no, can't teach your old dog new tricks kind of thing. But yeah, I should, I should like embrace new technologies and things like that. And I'm not very good at taking photos. I got, I go on holiday. I, I just, I've, I'm so not confident I'm having a good photo. I don't bother taking it. Whereas some people like snap, snap, snap. They got, they got some great photos. But I, I just don't feel confident. Oh, Rich, photos. I've got just a thing for you. Um, so I've, I've got the the iPhone 15 Pro Max now. Um, and there's. The, the cameras on it are incredible. The lenses on it, it's, it's got so many hidden features. There's a YouTube video. I'll post it up on Twitter later. But it's someone telling you how to get the best out of your iPhone 15 Pro Max. It's got all sorts of settings on there that you wouldn't even know were there unless you explore the camera settings on the on the the um in the general, you know, in the cogs. Um, and that, think, that will I've, help I've, you no end. I think it's just, I think it's just having an eye for the photo as well. They framing that picture. What what makes a good picture? I just as I, a graphic designer, I thought you'd be uh, all right at that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm giving the images. I I just I just place <laughs> them. Yeah, I'm a graphic designer, but just you know, artwork already in it. Just placing it in. Yeah, putting putting the text around it, kind of thing. Yeah, I so, think you just need to just need to experiment with that. And if you if you get to know what what all the settings are for, you know macros and and all of the all of the different settings. I think um yeah. That's something you can definitely look at. Right. That's one, probably that's, something I do. Something to learn. Something to learn in it. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Right, and then uh, posting a reel every day gives you a creative outlet and a way to keep myself accountable and organised. You kind of started with that one, but how's that going for you? Is it um, something you were managing to to get done? Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, so far I'm posted every day. Uh, sometimes it gets to like you know later in the day. I think, oh man, like what is what we're going to post. Um, I've posted all sorts. <laughs> we're in, um, I think we're in Estonia. I think, what am I going to post? Like, I don't have my tripod. I don't have a camera. Like, and I just kind of like, when I'm on walk in the morning, I just kind of put it down on some stairs and just kind of walk past it and like, you know, just try to, you know, be creative with it. I think that's the, it kind of sums up the day. It's like, okay, I wake up at 5.30 mm -hmm. and then when I've posted, I get to kind of look, look at it. And I, I think the most important thing is that you know people are seeing them and then even if you see one out of 50 and yeah. it makes you think oh you know i could do something like this or mm. you know maybe i should you know stick to my new year's resolution 
or you know maybe it kind of inspirations is the wrong word this kind of pushes you to kind of do something that you maybe you wouldn't have done then you know I feel like I'm happy with it even if it's one person then I feel like that's that's enough over the 50 days that's amazing well better attitude better knowledge and be better a couple of the hashtags hashtag tags that you use um so a week to go of this better in 50 what happens after um <laughs> just to sequel. ask the question everybody's uh <laughs> keep asking me but I think you know what has happened is it's become part of you know my identity like it's not like 50 days anymore just 50 days is just you know how I started but now it's like what I do so maybe I keep going maybe I figure out a way to do it better what I want well a perfect world is I'd want to do it I uh, continue it but have more people you know sometimes there's a bit of a you know lonely experience I have people that I coach do some other stuff which you know they get them to do walks to get them to um you know kind of think about who they are identity wise so if maybe at the end of these days um, maybe I take a break from posting for one or two days and I figure out how to do it with more people so then it's, it's not just me and then we can all help each other because you know there's a lot of things that I learned but somebody else could go through the same thing maybe it's not as you know as strict as I've I've been but maybe it's just being a bit more aware about stuff but they can see things a bit differently and I can kind of learn from them which would be amazing yeah, I mean, there's been movements in the past from, from varying degrees. I mean, the one I always think about is, I think it was during COVID, the Ice Bucket Challenge, or probably even prior to COVID, where you nominate two people. And if you don't, if they don't do it, they have to donate to charity. So either way, someone's winning. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I nominate a lot of people and see what, see where we can go from there. <laughs> Maybe yeah, better, better in better in five rather than fifty, so it's <laughs> more achievable for them. But uh, honestly, those those six things that we've spoken about and the concept of why wait for the first of January or why wait for Monday or why wait for a day that's you know a nice start or why wait until seven o one to get up, get up at six fifty one instead all great questions and very inspiring um raf so get over to instagram and follow raf um raffle r a p h e l underscore kofi um on instagram what's the kofi bit raf that's what middle ah right there we go yeah michael kofi k-o-f-i brilliant so fantastic thanks uh for sharing us rich go for it I think the crucial thing with those six things is they're all achievable as well you're not setting yourself goals you can't actually achieve Yes, they're realistic goals. You know what I mean, well, goals, I think... goals have to be smart, don't they? Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time constrained. There you go. <laughs> you learn something every day. Do you know? There we go. So when he asked you what you learned in January, <laughs> smart goals. That's it. That's it. That's the one. Well, yeah, I think the goals are. It's, it's more about meeting you where you at, where you are. Sorry. So like, I knew that I could do some of these things. So it's more about being consistent with them. So. A lot of people, ah, oh, I can never do that. Well, that's okay. Well, just do what you feel like you can yeah. do. And I feel like that's enough of, uh, you know, improvement that you can make. Brilliant. Excellent. Good stuff. Right. Let's go on to our, some of our normal segments. Rich, have you got any uh, specific rants before we do our Room of Doom? My rant this week is, is yesterday when I was in work, as, as you mentioned, I'm a graphic designer, so I do a lot of tech stuff, is um, we have, we have, you, know, you have dates and times in, in text, don't you? So, it's inconsistencies that I come across. We get so yesterday we had, for example, you had like twenty fifth of January, twenty twenty four at one fifteen p.m. 
they want to change it then to 25th January, 23rd, 13, 15 p.m. But okay. 13, 15 p.m. doesn't exist, right? You don't need the p.m. or the a.m. bit. If you're using 24-hour clock, you don't need that a.m. p.m., right? right. So I had to go over to the kind of the client manager, tell their client's a bit of an idiot because you ever use 1.15 p.m. or 15, 13, 15. You don't need the p.m. bit. So I've had that many a time. I've had January 25th, 2024 in one sentence, and it'd be 24th of Jan. 20... It's like a mixed amount. They don't do it in the same order. It's just cons- inconsistencies yeah. in, you in like, a text. You like thing. uniformity, don't you? And um, I remember... And, I, and, I, and I've got an eagle eye for it. I, I do notice yeah, this. Absolutely. I can remember in the early days of the podcast, and I, I wouldn't use a capital letter in a certain place, and you, you'd have a make a point of it. Yeah, or a bullet point. You'd have a, you'd have a, you'd have a four stop after one bullet point, but not after the next one. So yeah, I like uni- you know, uniform kind of everything the same. But like last week, when I said my, I don't think it's last week, the Christmas one. I said the the telephone number oh one one seven nine that mm. doesn't exist. Is oh one one seven that's your dialing code? Nine is the actual number. So people use oh one one seven nine. That's wrong. Get it right. Yeah. Okay, Raf. Any views on that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. There was a lot of things that I've done graphic design wise. So even you know sticking in the you know creative um, side of it, you know if someone has a different way of doing it, or you know they kind of alter. Um, let me be more specific with, with what you guys have said. So the the date. So we have Americans on the team, right? Mm. And their date is. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that MMDD for them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it kind of gets to me sometimes. It doesn't matter when it's like you know a December time or or anything because you can kind of tell. Or if it's like you know the the month is fourteen, you can kind of figure yeah, it out. Yeah. But when it's like in the middle, and you're like really just messed up, I think that's yeah, that's something that maybe globally we can fix. Like it just makes sense to have it, you know, day, month, and year. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I haven't really thought about that when you've got Americans and I mean, if you're if I was in America, I would I would do it their way, and if I was in the UK, I would do it that way, I guess. But yeah, why why is it different? No idea. What's the history, Rich? Any but, ideas? But we get both ways. Like I'm saying, we get both ways in one document. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Choose one. Just choose one. Stick to it. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know why they do it. They just do. They just do things to change it for their, their sake, don't they? Like they put a Z instead of an S. <laughs> or they, they, they take a u out like in the word color we use or c-o-l-o-u-r they just have, they get rid of the u for some reason yeah just okay let's get harmony in the world right okay let's go to our room of doom then so we all each put something forward that has annoyed us rich just has an extra rant because that's kind of what he does <laughs> um I don't, I don't mind going first uh something that that frustrates me and frustrated me recently is you're you're in a restaurant you sit down your food comes out. Uh, a lot of my, a lot of my room of dooms are, are around <laughs> restaurants. Says a lot about me. Um, and they bring out your food, and there's no sort of set time from when they will come back to you and say how was how is your food, and whenever they come back and say how is your food, it's usually too soon, or I've got a mouthful of food in my mouth, and I'm like yeah, we're fine, thank you, and. If there was a problem, I would come and tell you, is my thought. Um, so, yeah, if people come in to ask you how your food is. But also, that's my, that's my also, entry. also being British, if even if, if our even if our chips were cold, we wouldn't tell them, would we? Well, I would. <laughs> they would say, oh, we go, oh, no, yeah, it's fine, thanks. 
<laughs> yeah. So I mean, some some people would, um, but yeah, you're right. If you're a person that would say something, you would go and say something versus yeah, straight away. Yeah, them having to come over and say, but it's when they come over so soon that I haven't even tried that bit yet. So I don't know if it's right or not or wrong. Um, so yeah, it's the it's the I don't know what the technical term for it is, but the the food check. But I, I feel sorry for them sometimes because you know they've just been told to do it by the manager. They didn't. Yeah. Want, they didn't want yeah. to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's usually some poor young girl. Is that feel right? Well, I reckon. I reckon they they probably wait and see until they till you've got a mouthful of food and then they come <laughs> it's over. Intense when they come over. <laughs> so that's it's mine. the timing of it because yeah. Know, if they don't come, I feel like anytime I need something, they're just not there. They're just, just going back and forth over here. But it's the time when I'm just enjoying myself, maybe you know, I'm in conversation, they yeah, come yeah. over and, then and they interrupt, say, oh, yeah, the, cool. yeah, they yeah, interrupt exactly. the conversation as well. You're in the middle of a of a deep and meaningful conversation sometimes and they'll come over and it's like, yes, fine, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you want like a condiment or something like that, you you sh- they should that should be a different conversation. That should be a, here's all your food. Can I get you anything else? The the check on how is your food is a different conversation for me and one that isn't needed. Okay? So that's my right. entry. That's Rich, go for it. Well, mine's it's a weird way to say it. Are we, all, are we all Facebook? Do you do Facebook? Do we do social media? It's, um, it's when people start a sentence with when, like as in when when your mate turns up and you've got like a photo or... <laughs> when this one buys you chocolates when i don't know when this one says you got for a drink oh, okay I'm when this you. one says i'm not drinking and it got a picture of them with a pint it's like starting a sentence with when so it's not like when oh when will the doctor come that's like like a question that's when, that's when you use when this is like a, a statement do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah absolutely. when this one when this one says go out for a meal and you're like sat there like just, just pit. I go out yeah. for a meal with my mate. Sat, sat there, sat there with this one or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't get that. And there's, there's another one as well, but I can't think what it is. And I think you've, you've mentioned it in the past, and I've agreed with you. But yeah, I think that's a, a good entry, Rich. Thank you. We shall vote on that shortly. Uh, Raf, what have you got for us? Um, I was thinking about New Year's resolutions because you know they last for whatever, and we kind of talked about how. Hard to start, but you know, anytime I talk to you guys, I always come up with something else that just kind of gets to me. So, <laughs> like in the restaurant, like I know this is probably a, a good thing that they do it, but they they always ask if there's any like uh, dietary requirements or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, oh man, if I had it, like let's say I was, you know, vegetarian or whatever, I probably wouldn't come to a chicken place. So, like you know, <laughs> let me, you know, kind of make my made my decision. I'm here. Yeah, and yeah. If I do have something, I will like let you guys know because I probably live with this for you know how. Well, many... then if you if you had a nut allergy, you would tell them, yeah, wouldn't you? I I think it might be might be illegal. They legally are obliged yeah, to yeah, ask yeah, or yeah. something like that. But I completely get where you're coming from. That. Yeah, because it happened me happened to me two days ago. So I went in the lounge on North Street, and the first thing she said, "Have you got any allergies?" What's she gonna do if I if I have? What's she gonna do? What's her what's Send her next away. step? Yeah, what's her next step? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to choose what I want for that menu, and it's going to tell me what I can eat anyway. So, I'd be like, get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not, yeah, you're not like you're not allowed in here. So, yeah, yeah, that's, okay. that's a good. One. Brilliant. Yeah, because because I left um, last year, coming back, I'm sure they didn't do it before, but now okay. they do it everywhere. So I don't know if it's just like a recent thing, or I just never noticed it before. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, I, that kind of gets to me. I think it's probably ever since that girl died at Pretamonje when they share share chicken sandwich, and she died. So maybe they're all trying to cover oh, okay. up now. It's the same as like everything you get now on a menu's got the calories yeah. after, after it as well, isn't it? So, mm. 
Yeah, it's just like babysitting everyone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Crazy. Okay, it sounds like they should keep it after you said that. But you know, me personally, I feel like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, no, yeah, but you're right. You you would you would let them know, wouldn't you, if there was a if oh, yeah, there exactly, was a, yeah. a dietary requirement or an allergy or or something something along those lines. But, uh, but like like Rav said, you wouldn't go you wouldn't go there, would you? If you if you knew oh, no, that there was a exactly. chance you could. Hmm. Yeah, but I think that, that is part of the English thing because like if you would just let it go. Mm. Oh man, I might might have nuts in it. Well, I'm just gonna let it go. Now I'd have to ask you, okay, you're all right, do you have everything? And then like is there any dietary requirements just to kind of give you opportunity as opposed yeah. to like if you could just say it all the time. Yeah, no, got it. Good. Right. Um so uh Rich, who are you gonna vote for? You got well, uh two restaurant ones to pick from. I wanna go with Raf, because like I said, it happened to me, it actually happened to me two days ago. And I did wonder why she was asking me, like, what's her next step if I do say I'm allergic to pesto. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to choose. I'm not going to choose anything with pesto anymore. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Raf's. Okay. Rich, r- remind me what yours was. It's been a long time. When you say when, when you start. Oh when, yeah. When, when I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go with you, Rich, because I, that, that, that does actually wind me up. And I don't know why, why would I let it wind me up? I don't know, but it does. All right. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, vote for you. And then uh, Raf, if you got um, the when something on Facebook, or you've got me with the, the the too soon to get asked how your food is. Um, I've, it's probably too soon. I know I've kind of made it. Whatever. Yeah. Like, well, no, everyone's very, a, but... everyone's a winner. Very friendly. That's a very friendly bet, and that was yeah. I don't. But yeah, so just but... the timing of it, just this, yeah. it kind of irritates me. But yeah. Well, um, we all win a brand new bit of three peeps merchandise. It's a three peeps beer mat. Okay, or you can use it as a as a coaster for coffee if you don't drink beer, but um. Yeah, had these. These are three D printed. Believe it or not. So it's not cardboard, then it is. No, it's uh, it's uh. Hang on, let's see if I can get the sign. Nope. Okay. okay, right there you go. Well, it's it's a really solid, nice um material, whatever three D printed material is. But um, yeah. How, how we got our hands on that patch? Um, I will send one to you both. I'll ask for your address <laughs> and I'll get one sent to you. Or when we go and watch the flyers next, we'll just start throwing them on the court like that, you know, yeah. see, see how many <laughs> see how many we can get in the basket. We need to get yeah. Rich on for the next Watches of Bath halftime show to see if he can throw. He, yeah, he was close up, wasn't he? He was, he was, yeah. I, I, bet, I bet the old bloke who owns Bath, uh, Watches of Bath uh, had his heart in his mouth at one literally the the first game they're doing it and yeah has has anyone hit one yet or is that the first time it's been done i I guess that was the first time that was right no class Uh, okay right so i I, I quite enjoyed these young kids as well getting their um kits on and oh yeah yeah that's pretty good i expect that's basketball classic there they do it they do it most most games yeah that was good that was what did they win? Oh, Subway vouchers, wasn't it? Or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah family, yeah, family, <laughs> family vouchers, I think. That's right. Yeah. Class. Right. What are we watching at the moment, or what do we want to recommend? Uh, we all had a, all had a, a, a sneak peek of Raf, one of Raf's, which was um, a book that you'd read. Raf, do you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, it's uh, called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, I think it might be old because I would have heard of it before, but decided to get. I'm not really like a you know, sit in a book and read. So I have uh, audio books that I listen mm-hmm. to and I just kind of have it on in my walks. And some of the things that he kind of talks about is, is uh, it's amazing. So it talks about, you know, the cue, how kind of have your, how you have your habit. So I have some stuff written down. 
but I can't remember it right now. But like um he just talks about, you know, how any result you have in life is just an accumulation of all the habits that you've kind of done. So if it's financially or physically or whatever, it's just a um a build up of all the things you've done. And one of the really important parts that I kind of took from it is you kinda explain habits and working towards something as like an ice cube melting. And he said, you know, if you go from zero to 31 and just increase the heat, the ice will stay the same. But once you kind of get to 32, that's when it starts to melt. So oh, a lot yeah. of people kind of do these habits and, you know, talking about New Year's resolutions. And, oh, man, you know, 31 degrees or whatever, and nothing has changed. And then they kind of quit when if they kept going, mm-hmm. it will be, you know, that's when the things will kind of start happening for them. And he even talked about, like, you know, even a doctor can tell you, when you're, you know, healthy and it's going to start to, you know, make you feel better. It's just an estimate. But they know it's the right thing. So then yeah. you just have to keep doing the right thing until the thing starts to happen. So, yeah, Atomic Habits by James Clay, I feel like it's a, it's a must-read. Okay. That's, that's, that's why I think... Especially that's, if I it's think, an audio book. <laughs> that's, that's why I think a lot of people fail next. They want immediate results sometimes, don't they? Mm, like, especially yeah. diets. You, unless you, 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 burn, you, you, know, you burn yourself into the ground for a week because you haven't lost, like, two stone. You could have, oh, it ain't working. I'm just yeah, it's not yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, keep going. Mm. Rich, how about yourself? I don't know if I want to tell you what I'm watching because it's. Oh, it's God, not, is, it, not, uh, is it rude? It's not really something you expect me to watch, uh, Patch, but okay. sometimes. sometimes the Love Island uh, All Stars or whatever. Yeah, it's well, I, would, I, I would never suit that, though. Um, <laughs> I'd rather put my foot for the TV. No, you know, sometimes you've got what, like, you watch Love Island because you obviously Vix likes it and you feel you, you need That's to watch it. That's the only things. reason. Yeah. Absolutely the only reason. <laughs> I've watched them. Um, I can't remember the full name of it, but it's Alan Carr and Amanda Holden <laughs> doing up a house in Italy. So they, they bought this derelict house and each week they're doing up room by room and then they'll sell it for like charity kind of thing. But Alan Carr is hilarious, but Amanda Holden isn't my favorite person, but no. she isn't too bad on this. But it's obviously seeing nice bits of Italy. It's, it's, He's he's pretty funny, Alan Carr's, but and you just obviously watch it with your wife. So yeah, that's the, that's the anything I've been watching since the okay. turn of the year. All right, good stuff. Um, I'm gonna go go give you an old and a new one. Uh, well, actually, they're they're both old in a way, but um, there's 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 always something that I like to put on which grounds me, chills me out. It's it's usually the office or this country because I know exactly what's coming up and I know when I'm gonna laugh and it's just great view. And even on the three hundredth time, but uh, the Detectorists yeah, um, on Netflix. For anyone who has never watched Detectorists, um, I highly recommend that you watch it. It's so easy watching. It's funny. It's got under underlying stories. Um, and I just think that it is something that everyone should at least explore. And if you don't like it, at least you've tried. So Detectorists um, starring Mackenzie Crook and um, Rich Help Me. The guy's Toby, got, Toby Jones. Toby Jones, who was in that uh, post office yeah, yeah. Um, thing as well. But what's great about the t- Detectorists, it's a bit like a like White House and Mortimer Go Fishing. Great soundtrack. You see some lovely scenery. So Detectorists, it's a bit like that. You see a nice bit of countryside yeah. where they're like detectoring. Nice background music, kind of old 1940s kind of music. And mm. like I say, it's an easy watch. And it's funny. It is absolutely fantastic. And then, I don't know about you, but... And, and I... Looking at Raph, I reckon you could be a gladiator as well. And the return of gladiators on BBC One of all of all channels uh, came this weekend, and there's some great nods to the original. No, it's not the original gladiators because American gladiators were the original, but the original UK gladiators, same sort of style set, same music, same games, 
and uh, that's back on our TVs. And I I loved watching it then, and I I enjoyed watching the first episode. So I'm interested to see how that goes. But uh, Rich, were you a Gladiators fan back in the day? I was back in the day, but then obviously back in the day you had Ulrika Johnson and Jet. Now you got Bradley Walsh and his son. So it's not, <laughs> not 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 quite the same attraction. I mean, how um, how, how, how Bradley Walsh's son suddenly got famous? I don't know. Is it is, is this his first gig? No, he done that thing traveling around America and that RV thing, didn't he? Oh, uh, right. Okay. Brad, Brad and his son. Um, Raf, your thoughts on Gladiators? Have you seen this one or the old one? I saw the old one, and you know, I didn't even know this was on TV. So I'm definitely gonna. That's the recommendation I'm going for now. I might have to give it a watch after this. Right. Fantastic. Bear, bear in mind, there's no jet this time. So. Well, oh, there's yeah. a, there's other things. There's other things to look at on there. So yeah, no, no panic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just I think it's a great, great show, great competition. And that's BBC. Uh, actually, that's BBC now, isn't it? Rather BBC One. Yeah, there's a show on Netflix about the original American Gladiators and how that developed um, from the very start through to the UK Gladiators. If you haven't seen that, then that is fantastic to watch as well. It's quite shocking, to be honest. Um, uh, whilst Raf gives us, um, oh no, Raf's given us his recommendation. I'm just going to quickly have a look on on Netflix now to see what that one was called because I really enjoyed that. Um, Muscles Mayhem, the unauthorized story of American gladiators. There you go, another recommendation for you there. How, how could that be a dark story? You've, you've spun it as if it's like some sort of. Well, it's just how they started out. There was no, there was no consideration for health and safety. People would get injured. They were sort of being slammed onto car park floors, and all of this. So it it sort of started out, um, and almost didn't make it to to you know the next the next season. It sounds it sounds quite low budget if they're filming it on a car park. Well, that's how it started. That's how it started. It was it was sounds like, like on sounds a, like sounds like monkey tennis on a concrete <laughs> floor. Um, but yeah, you have to you have to see it to believe it, and uh, lots of lots of um, scandal in there as well. Is all I'll yeah. say. Watch that as well. But no, it's good. Um, anything else? Any other business from anybody? Rich, anything else from you? I to give my extended notes. I don't know. <laughs> well, Raf, <laughs> what what's the um, I, as as we are relatively new to the basketball scene? Um, how far through the season are we? Uh, in terms of uh, you know how how much longer has it got to go, um, and how how's it going for Bristol Flyers? Um, oh man, we've had a tremendous amount of injuries, so like we go we're up and down. Oh, Graham Bell, I was worried yeah. about him. Oh my goodness! Um, on Twitter it flashed up on because I'm following Bristol Bears. It said you know, thoughts with his family. I thought, oh my god, what's happened? So what happened there? Uh, we went up to block a shot, came down on somebody else, dislocated his his uh, foot. Um, he kind of he looked at it, he kind of looked at me and I could see him like, oh, oh my gosh, like he kind of looked down, he's sitting yeah. one way, the sole of his foot is facing like his uh, shoulder. It wasn't, oh, it wasn't a pretty sight, but it's just, it's just sports. Like, you know, sometimes you kind of go through it yeah. and it becomes mundane or whatever, but then you realise that, you know, we get to play sports and it can end like that. So hopefully, you know, Rowell's doing well. I haven't even mm. seen him yet, so... Mm. You know, it's part of the season. Uh, but yes, to stick with your first question. We're about halfway through now. We go down to May. Um, we have a very important EMBO game coming on Tuesday. So we're we're playing for playoffs in Denmark, I believe. Okay. And, you know, plenty of games to kind of get you guys down there again and yeah, anybody definitely. listening to come down and uh, experience Pistol Flyers. Yeah. Well, I was I was very impressed right. with I was very impressed with Green. 
Yeah, nice I said big bread. Yeah, I said that in the last one, didn't I? In episode um, two hundred, he's yeah, what a unit that guy is, and oh he's my goodness. his shot conversion is is always pretty good as well. And I've well, the two games I've seen, but I don't know, I don't know if you've ever seen an American comedy called Pee Wee Herman. Raph, ever, does that ring any bells? Nah. Pee Wee Herman. Well, look at um, the coaching staff of that team you played against. They're very much like they're all they're all wearing matching suits. <laughs> oh, like that, yeah. yeah, they were. They were. It, it looked just like that. I thought that was quite a. I quite, I quite like the matching suits. They yeah. were, they were on on tour. Well, it was like light, <laughs> light gray suits with white trainers, wasn't it? it was like quite yeah. probably. Yeah, back like, in bears. They're, they're, like, they're like a big name in Europe, so I think they're like, you know, supposed to be high class. I'm not supposed to be the high class, so like that's yeah, part yeah. of their, yeah, their image. That's what yeah. we didn't know, Rich, coming into that game because we didn't know we were going until until like the day, and we're like, well, we know nothing about this this team but um i li- i watched a little bit of the youtube footage back afterwards and they he was sort of saying that these are you know a top team in europe yeah it was hard to gauge for well for me whether you were underachieving or overachieving or it was like a it's always to be a close game so yeah when you told me that mm. that made it better for me yeah no, how, how well how well the flowers played yeah. yeah i think it's the, the it's our first year in europe so it kind of Nobody really knows the level. Not nobody yeah. knows the level. No one knows how to gauge it. So mm. I think when we start playing games, both teams are kind of eyeing each other up. Like, okay, like, how good are they really? And then, you know, the first team to kind of figure out kind of goes in a run. And then, yeah. you know, as you go through the game, then it starts to kind of, you know, even out a bit more. But it's been a, an amazing experience being able to, you know, play against, you know, a Danish team is, is amazing to kind of represent the country. Yeah. Not even at the national level to be able to do it for your professional club is, is great. And you'll get to go ab- abroad and uh, for some games as well as part of this. Yeah, yeah, we've been to Estonia, Bulgaria, or Poland, Poland. Yeah. So it's oh, been a fantastic. been everywhere. Brilliant! Well, it helps you put a few uh, miles on your travels as well. So um, you get a few few more pictures and videos for your Instagram feed as well. <laughs> Actually, I've been collecting magnets. So I've got you know a bunch. Oh, I've, I've played a. Uh, um, a bunch of I've been in a bunch of countries just through playing basketball since I was younger. So mm. you know, not until I got older, I'm like, oh man, like I probably should have kept something. So I'm gonna start now, see how many I can collect by the Brilliant. end of my career. Well, that's a great way of remembering where you've been. Absolutely, great stuff. Well, Raf, we wish you all the success with your better in fifty and how that continues and how that goes forward. Hopefully, people listening to this podcast will take a couple of those things, if not all of them, on board. I don't know if I'll be getting up at half five or having cold showers, but don't knock it until you've tried it. I'm definitely going to try the cold shower thing. So I've heard about it before, so I will try and give it a go. I reckon within within two weeks, Rich will have a, a plunge bath in his garden full of ice. So I, so I fancied that as well, one of those blow-up ones. I quite, quite, yeah. I, quite, I quite fancy the cold water treatment. Yeah, a couple of my mates have got one. I know Burge does it most most mornings. Yeah, well, I, I, think would, it's I, good. Would, I would get to a local river, but the way our governments run our uh, run our rivers, <laughs> I'll, I'll have Val's disease. Brilliant, <laughs> good stuff. Right, Raf, we'll we'll catch up soon. We'll be definitely be back. I'll be dragging Rich, um, not kicking and screaming because he loved that, it. Yeah, but, I um, say that, that to drag me, mate. I'll be I'll very much for let's go again. Yeah, love it. Love Perfect. it. Brilliant, Raf. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, don't forget to go follow us over on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at 3PIAPC. And also follow Raf on, on Instagram. But for now, thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back soon. Cheers, Raf. Cheers, Rich. Cheers, Raf. Cheers, Patch. Show me just what am I? Oh.
You. 